to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today we have Greg Schwem on the line today. He is the president of Comedy with a Bite. Uh, Greg, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. All right, so I am uh, I'm really excited to get into what you're doing, some of your dates, and also your, uh, spoiler alert, a web series, A Comedian Crashes Your Pad. So we're going to get into all of that great stuff. Um, but that being said, before we do that, let's just get into your background a bit. So how did you get started as an entrepreneur? Well, I uh, uh, I actually started uh, I out of college. I was a, I was a journalism major, and I actually became a journalist. I um, um, I moved down from uh, I graduated Northwestern University and moved down to Florida, and I became a newspaper and then a TV reporter because I thought it was important to use my college degree. And um, I always wanted to be a journalist, but I was always a stand-up comedian on the side. That was mm. something I started doing in high school. And eventually, the more I did it, the more I just decided I liked making people laugh as opposed to uh, depressing them, which I hate to say (laughs) was kind of what I was doing every night as a journalist. I I covered very, very morbid stories. Uh, That wasn't by design. That was just what they gave me to do. And um, I... You know, I just I just enjoyed making people laugh more, and I thought I wonder if I could make a living as a stand-up comedian. So eventually, I just quit my job and decided if I was ever going to do it, I have to do it now. I always tell people that are uh, just either in high school or just graduating college, it's it's uh, that whole don't don't necessarily do what people tell you to do or what they think you should be doing. You should do what you want to do, and it might. Not, and don't worry about what people say about it. And there was not one person who said, oh, you want to chuck your journalism career to be a comedian? What a great idea. Uh, and that included family members. But I did. So uh, that was 30 years ago, and then I eventually transitioned my whole act into doing corporate events. I just... Uh, I found out I kind of had a knack for it. I had a knack for being able to talk to people in the business world about what they do and make fun of them. Uh, well, I shouldn't say make fun of them. Make poke light at what they do without making fun of them, without being nasty about it. And um, I I started investigating this whole world of corporate events, which is not something I ever knew about. And before mm-hmm. you know it, I, I hooked up with a manager and um, – uh, and I just started doing exclusively corporate events, sales meetings, kickoffs, uh, that whole thing. And that's that's pretty much what I've been doing for the last 20 years. Wow. So um, it's now I know I'm sure you keep up with you're, – you're obviously in entertainment, and I know you keep up with media. Um, what kind of advice would you give to some um, – you know, let's say somebody's graduating or they're maybe a couple years out of college – and they want to go that journalism route. It's just such a hard gig nowadays. What kind of advice would you give someone that wants to kind of get into writing? Journalism is a hard route, and it's unfortunately it's you know newspapers you hear about either a closing or a downsizing and so forth. And yet, 
you will hear from colleges that there are more people applying to journalism school than ever, which is it's a it's a real really? it's real oh, wow. really ironic. Yes, um, for someone who is passionate about writing, I would say first of all to write every day. Uh, write about whatever you want to write about. Um, if you get up and you have no ideas, write about the fact that you have no ideas, um, and then figure out what you're good at writing about and then kind of investigate the market. If your favorite thing to do is go review rock concerts, then figure out a way to go review rock concerts. Find somebody and say you'll and, and, and be prepared to work for very little money or no money um, until you get uh, a body of work. And once you get a body of work, then that becomes your resume. Uh, that that will sell you. So, but. I always advise people to really kind of find a niche as opposed to being all over the place. And some people might say, well, if, I, if, if I'm all over the place, that shows diversity. Yeah, maybe it does. But I think these days people want more um, – they're looking for writers that are more of an expert or have an expertise on a particular topic. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I love your, your, um, your thought process because not only are you telling them to do something, um, you're also showing what, you know, practicing what you preach because really um, you're one of the, I mean, I've known plenty of people, being in L.A., I mean, I've known many people that have wanted to be comedians or have, you know, kind of went down that route, but mm-hmm. I didn't even know what you just told me, that there's a whole corporate, um, a whole corporate side of things. So you found your niche. Yes, in comedy that fulfills yeah. you and gives you, in my opinion, just kind of knowing the difference between working corporate events and your typical comedian's lifestyle of being on the road, you know, forever and maybe not making as much money as they as they're worth at times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a whole different life. So uh, right. that's, it that's is amazing. Yeah, yeah it's amazing it that you actually have a quality of life and you're making your money doing what you like doing. Like right. I never, I just to be honest, I've never heard of that in comedy other than from. Um, you know, obviously the people when they make it to the top, there's very few out of the amount of people that want to be comedians, right? Yeah, yeah. And really, you know, in the business world, I, I have found, found if you if you ever attend like a three day business conference or something, um, it, they can be very dry. They, they 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 bone up on a bunch of guest speakers that are or who are industry speakers, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, audiences' attention spans are very are uh, not what they used to be, and uh, it's it's very hard to keep people motivated and captivated at these things and humor i have found is a way to do it because it's something that is it's different it's not something people think about this is a serious business meeting you know we 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 paid for the entire hotel and we paid for all these conference rooms and why would we want to laugh you know we this is this is serious but i think uh people remember laughter if they if they get a chance to be entered it's it's kind of like recess for mm-hmm. <laughs> for a corporate event you know if you can spend 45 minutes just laughing at what you do and the environment that you work in uh I, the rest of that meeting i think is going to be a lot more productive than if you didn't have somebody like me i know that's oh, that's a very 100%. biased statement but i believe it no, I believe it. I'm not, and I guess I can't be biased because we just met. But um, no, I believe it. I'm like, you just not took me back to many years when I was in a, more of a traditional business um, scene, and I'm thinking to myself, man, why didn't they have a Greg there? That would have been awesome. I, right. When I was like, when I'm really like down, and I'm like, okay, stay focused. We have to do this. So hey, for all the um, business owners out there that are planning events and doing things. Uh, listen up to this because I know you feel it too, so they have to know that. 
Like exactly. they feel it too. They probably didn't know that there was another option there that we can they can implement some humor and, and make it relevant to the overall weekend so that it's not just a, um, a, a something different. Um, all right, well, let's transition a bit. I want to talk about what, what you're up to now. Um, so I, I know that you're the uh, president, president, excuse me, over at Comedy with a Bite is your company. So what, what kind of things are you working on these days? Well, uh, of course, my corporate speaking calendar is always busy. I'm, I'm going, uh, um, I, my, next, my, my next corporate event is in, uh, drum roll please, Adam, Fargo, North sure. Dakota, because that's where my career's headed. Uh, <laughs> which I actually hear really good things about Fargo. So I uh, for the North I Dakota too. Telephone Association. So that's who I'm working for uh, next. And from then it'll be on to Las Vegas. I'm I'm doing a uh, I'm speaking at a big a big jewelers convention out there, and that's for the second year in a row. And that, that that's an interesting audience too. Just a, a room full of people who own high end jewelry stores. That's my mm. audience. But while I do that, I, 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 I'm always a big believer, especially for entrepreneurs, because I think mm-hmm. the way you got to become an entrepreneur is you, is you sort of charted your own path and you came up with a different idea. And uh, I'm a big believer that you should have a couple of ideas going at the same time. And I started because I do travel a lot. I I became fascinated with the uh, the home sharing market. Uh, you know, uh, people who you know whether it's Airbnb or VRBO or all these other companies where people rent out their homes to strangers. I I, I thought to myself, it's got to be a very interesting individual who is willing to open up their home to strangers. And I decided to create a web series which I call a comedian crashes your pad. So what I do is when I'm on the road during doing corporate gigs, if I have an extra day, time and schedule permitting, I will find somebody and I will stay in their house and I will film my experience with them. And it has been just a boatload of fun for me and I've met some amazing people. And and what I always say is when I tell you, I, I don't necessarily look for the most lavish properties or the most expensive ones. I'm looking for quirky properties and or quirky people who maybe are doing home sharing for reasons other than financial. Um, you know, maybe it's to promote a certain lifestyle or to, um, you know, to uh, as part of a cause that maybe they're donating money to as part of their home sharing profits. Those are the people I really am interested in. I just got off the phone with somebody uh, in Skagway, Alaska. I'm going to be going to Alaska in a couple of weeks, and they, they, they run a distillery. Uh, a mom and pop distillery about to sign me up. Uh, so, um, wow. I enjoy doing these. I'm my own shop. I shoot them all. I edit them all myself. I find the people. I vet them. They vet me. And, um, uh, I have a YouTube channel, but I've got about 30 different places that I've been and, and, and it keeps growing. And the, every time I get a corporate gig, I always think, wow, would that be a good place to shoot an episode? Wow, that's amazing. Um, what kind of give me give me an example of one of these because I, I need I'm going to check this out. So the series again, the name of the series. It's called A Comedian Crashes Your Pad, and the YouTube channel is of the same name, uh, YouTube.com/slash okay. comedian uh, A Comedian Crashes Your Pad. Um, I have stayed in a uh, um, uh, I have stayed on a yacht that it was uh, uh, run by a 70 foot yacht that is owned by a uh, a married gay couple. Uh, that was in Fort Lauderdale. I have stayed in an open-air tent in Larkspur, Colorado. I stayed in a treehouse in Prescott, Arizona, built by the guy who was renting it out. 
Uh, I stayed in a caboose in Oklahoma City in February. Uh, it was a, an actual caboose on the guy's property. Um, and um, I just finished a, a date in Atlantic City, and, and it was a, a very normal place. But the guy that owned it was a casino dealer, and I'm, I'm fascinated with that lifestyle. I'm fascinated with people who work in casinos. So I thought he would be a good person, and he was great. He was, he was just really interesting to talk to, and he'd been dealing cards in Atlantic City for 23 years. And wow. uh, I, I find that to be interesting. Wow, that's amazing. What so really, the, 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 the stars of my episodes are not me. I, I, I insert stand-up comedy in there, mm-hmm. some of my stand-up in, in most of the episodes, but really the stars of the, of the episodes are the people that I'm uh, staying with. Give me, give me a funny story. So what ha- what's one of the funny experiences you've had in, um, in going to these random places? <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I would say, uh, okay, the one, in the, uh, the one in Colorado, I stayed in an open-air tent, and mm-hmm. it was probably about – the picture didn't really tell. It was probably about a mile and a half from the house where uh, people stayed. So I was like, he basically drove me out there and dropped me off and, <laughs> and then left. And then I thought, okay, if I, I don't know if there's snakes here, but I thought to myself, if something happens out here, how am I going to get a cell phone service is like non-existent out there. So, yeah. So I basically spent a night in a field and uh, <laughs> in the desert. Yeah. He just dropped me off and said, have fun. And that'll be 85 bucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but a really good guy, go? you know. I, I will say one thing though: he also was a, a a milk farmer, a dairy farmer, and he had goats and uh, cows. And and uh, if you've never had goat's milk, it's really really good. <laughs> so I was out there I with know. my I was out there sleeping in a tent with my goat's milk. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like very two thousand years ago. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, well, hey, Greg, it's been awesome having you on the show. I appreciate you sharing uh, more about your series, about what you're doing, about your history as an entrepreneur. Um, where, If somebody wants more information about you or to book you, what, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you, Greg? Well, you can get me uh, as far as my corporate comedy website. That's gregschwem.com, G-R-E-G-S-C-H-W-E-M as in mother.com. And I, I do hope that everybody uh, checks out the web series, um, A Comedian Crashes Your Pad. Just search that on YouTube. You'll see my uh, uh, the series will pop up. And, and please subscribe to it because I'm always coming out with new episodes. And, uh, and you never know. Maybe, uh, if you, maybe you'll subscribe and maybe you're going to end up taking a trip to Colorado and you're going to say, I would really like to sleep in a tent with, uh, with, uh, and drink goat's milk. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, thanks again, Greg, for coming on the show. And to the listeners, thank you as always for tuning in. Don't forget to go check out A Comedian Crashes Your Pad on YouTube. I think it's going to be funny. Um, thanks again for coming on the show, Greg. Take care.